Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. You're listening to Two Men and the Mouse, episode 225 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on July the 13th, 2021. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hi, Kev. Hey, Pete. No time for witty banter in the intro. This week, we got a packed, packed show to get through. So, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, you're popping your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete! Kevin. All right, buddy. We got so much news, and then we've got probably my favorite e-ticket attraction like of all time, which is... Uh, wow. Yeah, well, because it's got a lot of listener-like input, so like that always gets me very, very happy. So I'm very excited to dive into that. I like the sound of that. But before that, um, I went to Gideon's Bakehouse finally for the first time. Oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, a little Morty Monster YouTube channel action happened there. Uh, Okay. So when I got there, so everyone thinks that it's just like the digital queue, right? But when I got there, there was a physical line. So it was like stretching from Gideon's down and kind of like wrapped around, not quite at the entrance of uh, Morimoto Asia yet, but getting close. And they told me that in the morning they do a physical queue. Until it gets to the point where the line would be impacting other businesses. And that's when they switched to virtual queue. I know. Um, I just had friends there and it, it rained all day. And they they also had a line out there. They said, like, when it rains, sometimes it messes up the people coming as far as a virtual queue. So yeah. they will go to a physical queue then also. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I waited about probably 30 minutes or so, like maybe a little bit more. And okay. had the best cookie of my life. Nice. What was it? Is a cookies and cream cookie. Yeah, that's the one I want. That yeah, looks so good. It was it was utterly amazing. But so so we go in there, we film with Morty, uh everything's great. The pieces of cake looked really good, but you know, only one you know, I'm 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 on this fitness journey. I can only handle a cookie, not a cookie and a piece of cake. Um so we got that. The interior is really neat. The artwork is cool. I really dig the whole like old timey aesthetic of it being like a like an antique and like antiquities oddities shop kind of thing. Yeah, I like that also. Yeah, really, really neat. I didn't get I didn't get like Harry Potter vibes from it like everyone else does. I got like like and like oddities shop, which right. you know, um, I've been in a couple of those in my day, so I you know very much appreciated the aesthetic. Uh, the cookie was like I said, the, one of the best cookies I've ever had in my life. Took me several sit downs to get through it, but then so. I put the cookie away in my backpack. I'm like, I, I, I film a little outro with Morty. I'm walking back to my bench. And so I'm in the area by the aqua cars, like where they, they play music uh-huh. right there, right between the aqua cars and Jock Lindsay's. And all of a sudden, I feel this sharp pain in my shoulder. A bird has dive bombed me out of a tree and is now attacking. I felt its little beak and its little claws. On my and I, Pete, I screamed. 
That's awesome. I screamed. Everyone turned and looked at me, and they just saw me <laughs> flailing like like. Like it must must have looked like I was one of those people in the mosh pit just like throwing their arms around. I was like so desperate to get this bird away from me. Thankfully, it just like attacked and then ran away, like a punk. But right. <laughs> uh, like, why? Why what kind does of this bird keep... was this? It was like a. It was like this like little like I, I, I don't know if it's a sparrow or like it was like a little bird. Like it was it was like it had a couple different colors on it. It, it was just one of those birds. And but I didn't even have like the cookie out in my hand. It wasn't even going for the food. Like it just attacked. These birds have no fear of you. No, none. It's like George Costanza with the pigeons. We have no pact anymore. All this martial arts training and these birds just laugh at you. Exactly. They're like really making me look horrible. And like, so I, I'm also to the point where like, like one of our listeners, because I said this is something in our, our Facebook group and our, one of our listeners was just kind of like, like, like what did you do? What did you do to like upset the bird? Like it's like this owl put a hit out on me. You know, like That's like awesome. I'm just I'm I'm aghast that this keeps happening. I I swear, it, somewhere in like the bird White House, wherever that is, like they've got a poster of me on the wall with just him written in red lettering on it. I don't get well. It. I, don't get I it. mean, you know, maybe maybe you have to change your tune towards birds. What would and what? Like, I never, really t- nice. I never took a sour tune until they started attacking oh, me. You have a little bit of an anti-bird stance. I well, think you know that. Well, yeah. Once they start attacking, yes. You can't change the birds, Kevin. You can only change you. The scrolls probably have an anti-Galactus stance. For all you comic book readers. Galactus, I see where you went there. Galactus ate their planet. Um, but yeah, I mean... All right. So you ready to dive into the news, my avian problems notwithstanding? Yes. The news brought to you by our good friend Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. All right, we got some worldwide news. We're going to be here for a little bit. Ready? Okay. All right, early theme park entry is coming to Walt Disney World in, on October 1st. So now, this seems to be a replacement for extra magic hours. Did you see this? Right, yes. Yeah. So it's a benefit for Walt Disney World Resort guests and guests of other select hotels each day at each park beginning on October 1st. So it's not like the way it used to be, where there's just one park a day. In addition, with the kickoff of the 50th anniversary, guests staying at one of the Disney Deluxe or Deluxe Villa Resort hotels will be able to enjoy extended evening hours on select nights and select theme parks. Extended evening hours will begin in early October with specific dates and parks to be shared at a later time. So that's interesting. So now, if you stay in a Deluxe Resort, you get additional benefits. Mm. So gone are like the days where like... Because like for me, like my dad was like looking into like the beach club and like Caribbean beach, a bunch of, he's like, well, what's the difference? I'm like, I honestly, like one opens up into a hallway, one opens up outside. Like now there's a difference. Yeah. Note that guests will need a valid ticket or pass in a theme park reservation for the same park on the same day to experience both the early theme park entry and the extending evening hours. Guests may also visit with a ticket or annual pass with the park hopper option. As long as they entered their first park where they made the reservation earlier in the day. The new early morning offering and extended evening hours replaced the popular extra magic hours at Walt Disney World. At its peak, extra magic hours offered three hours of extended operating hours in the evening at a reg- after or after regular park close and an hour in the morning before park opening. However, the option was restricted to a specific theme park on a specific day. Extra magic hours were suspended along with the COVID-19 shutdown and did not resume when the parks reopened in July 2020. 
In addition to the new morning and evening extended hours during the 50th celebration, favorite Disney pals like Goofy and Pluto will be dressed in their iridescent best. I don't know what that even means. And dropping by to visit with guests at Disney Resort hotels. So there are going to be characters at the hotels now. Yeah, I heard that. That's interesting to me. I like that. I wonder if they mix them up. I mean, it wouldn't really make too much sense to mix them up. I wonder if it's like, you know, this character's at this hotel and this character's at this hotel. I would love that. Like, I think that's a really cool idea because then, you know, like you could pick hotels based on your favorite characters. And I, I've seen they do some they've been doing some character stuff in the hotels in recent years, like the pool activities and stuff. Like when I stayed at Caribbean Beach a couple of years ago, like Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald and Daisy were all at the pool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were doing like pool activities with the kids and stuff. Not in the water, obviously, but like out, like you know, like relay races and stuff like that. Some kid just pushes one in the water. Oh my god, could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine like Minnie Mouse just like takes a gainer into the pool? Uh, all right, the Disney dining plan is returning. We don't know exactly when yet. I don't believe, but it is um, it is imminent. The company's confirmed that the dining plan packages will return to Walt Disney World. Post on the official Disney Parks blog stated, quote, Speaking of Disney Resort hotel stays, we know many of you are also wondering when Disney Dining Plan packages will return. While we're not quite quite ready to share an update on timing, we are planning to bring this guest favorite option back at a later date. So that puts to bed all the fears that they were never going to bring it back. I mean, listen, we knew they were bringing it back. Of course. They make too much money on it. Disney continues to reopen more and more of its restaurants, adding much-needed capacity that will be needed to support the return of the Disney dining plan. All right. uh, Christmas offerings have been unveiled for all four theme parks. Are you ready for this? For a little piece of me to die? Oh, boy. Uh, We're going to go into more detail on the main thing that's going to make my heart die later on in the show, but uh, we'll touch on it here really quickly. Disney has has unveiled some early details for this year's Christmas holiday season beginning November 12th, 2021 at Walt Disney World. Details announced so far suggest we will see another year of limited holiday offerings similar to what we saw during the pandemic in 2020. Notable, there is no mention of the candlelight processional, fireworks at studios, a full holiday parade, or the Castle Dreamlights. Well, we know the Castle Dreamlights aren't happening because they'd be hanging them already if they were. Right. The main change from last year is the introduction of an after-hours ticketed event at the Magic Kingdom, which, bleh, but we'll, you know, here, so it's going to be Disney's very merriest after-hours. Uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later when we get to our Magic Kingdom news. At Hollywood Studios, Sunset Seasons greetings will return with projection effects on the Hollywood Tower Hotel, alternating with the 50th anniversary Beacons of Magic scenes. Santa Claus will appear in a motorcade down Hollywood Boulevard. You'll also be able to experience, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration with its festive finale. No word yet on a return of Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam fireworks slash projections, but mostly projections. Animal Kingdom! We'll offer Disney character flotillas on Discovery River and the Tree of Life will show holiday season projections in addition to the 50th anniversary Beacons of Magic projections. The Epcot International Festival of the Holidays begins November 26th and takes place daily through to December 30th with holiday kitchens and performances by the Voices of Liberty. At Disney Springs, the Christmas tree stroll is back along with Jock Lindsay's Holiday Bar. Finally, gingerbread displays will return this year at resort hotels after being missing for the last year. So there you go. What do you think about all this? I'm happy about the gingerbread houses. Me too. That was a nice little way to end it, I thought, like bringing yeah. something back that was sorely missed last year. Definitely. You know, the Disney Springs Christmas tree stroll. Love that. I mean, I do, do you like that they, they kind of like moved that, ta- 
throughout all of Disney Springs as opposed to just being that one little area? Yeah, I do, actually. Do you think that's a permanent thing? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I kind of think so, too. It makes sense. I mean, it it makes that people who go there for that Mm -hmm. have to go throughout all of Disney Springs, which is really their goal. Yes, it encourages you to walk around all and explore all of Disney Springs and show like because there's trees as far as, (coughs) you know, the area by Earl of Sandwich and there's trees as far as the area by the NBA experience. So you really have to go everywhere. Okay. All right, time to ask ourselves a question that we feared we would have to ask one day and never wanted to. I mean, I can't believe we're actually talking about this. Is paid Fast Pass coming to Walt Disney World? All right, take a deep breath. Let's dive into this. This summer, a new pay-to-ride system is reportedly coming to Disneyland Paris, perhaps paving the way for the long-rumored Fast Pass Plus replacement destined for (coughs) for Walt Disney World. The idea of the new ride system is to further monetize the concept of ride reservations, varying the operating mode of an attraction's queue, depending on how busy the specific ride is at any given time. At the same time, moving guests out of queues and into the park frees up time for them to shop and dine, all important factors for boosting Disney earnings per guest. Known as Premier Access at Disneyland Paris, the system offers offers direct access to a specific attraction at the next available time window for a price that is likely to vary depending on demand. Its operation sounds very much like several concepts we've heard about over the last couple of years that have been in development for Walt Disney World. In a hypothetical example, this is all from www.magic.com, by the way, in a hypothetical example at Walt Disney World, upon entering Disney's Hollywood Studios, you may be advised by the new Disney Genie app that Rise of the Resistance is available at 9.30 a.m. for $10 per person. If the offer sounds good, you can make the purchase in-app and head to the ride at the allocated time. Now, what happens if you don't want to spend $40 for a party of four to ride, like you would have to? Right. The options can then go in several different ways, depending on the time of day and how busy the attraction is. The first option is that those guests who do not want to pay will have the opportunity to enter a regular standby line. This option will be typically available during periods of low demand for an attraction, but if the attraction is busy, a second route opens where guests will enter a virtual queue, which would operate much like the old FastPass Plus system. Here, a return window is given (coughs) for those guests to enter the line and experience the ride later in the day. It's also important to note this virtual queue is different to the current system that is used at Rise of the Resistance, where a boarding group number is given instead of an actual time window. So that's interesting to me. It sounds like we like for busy rides, we'd still kind of be able to fast pass it. Right? I, I don't get I yeah, I don't get how they would do it with Rise of Resistance. In some circumstances, a traditional standby line will not be available, and much like we see at Rise of the Resistance, it may not be possible to simply wait for an attraction on a given day. See that I hate. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, my my knock on Rise of the Resistance is we built the greatest ride in the world, and seventy percent of our park goers today can go on it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's crazy. It, it's it's insane that like, if you're a family that's saved up for years to go to Walt Disney World and you're big Star Wars fans, you really got to keep your fingers crossed on your one Hollywood Studios day that at seven a.m. Yep. or one p.m. you can net that that boarding group. I hate it. I, 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 I agree with you. With Walt Disney World's typically longer length of stay per guest, we may see bundles and packages that will offer a number of reservations per day for a fixed price. 
This option may be more cost-effective than the a la carte model of paying per ride. Disney would also be available to offer an allocation of paid passes for premium categories of guests, such as Club 33 and certain categories of resorts. Oh, great. So rich people can just move to the front of the line. Yay. Yay. That's exactly what we need more of. <clears throat> Disney's been planning a version of, fa- of paid FastPass Plus for some time, and it's gone through several revisions, which may now be nearing a finished system. The pandemic shutdown of the park has given Disney a much more straightforward path to permanently discontinue the already suspended existing FastPass Plus system and introduce this new paid system. For some guests, the idea of paying for immediate access to an attraction will be a welcome change, but for others, paying to ride on top of the price of admission will be a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, you think? (laughs) Disney executives have commented on many occasions that the way forward for Disney theme parks is to increase spending per guest in place of increasing attendance. A paid replacement of FastPass Plus would seem to accomplish this goal. Note that at this time, Disney has not made any official announcements on any new system coming to Walt Disney World. I hate this. Yep. With every fiber of my being, I hate this. There was nothing wrong with the old system. Well, they weren't making money on it. You know, and we're going to get into this more also when we get to Magic Kingdom news, but this this new initiative of give you less but charge you more, like, I'm I, I'm so disillusioned by it. I mean, but if people pay for it... it. That's the problem. People are paying for it. Yeah, of course. They can poo in a box and be and put a Mickey head on it and be like $300, and most people would buy it. Be like, oh, it's magic poo. I'm, I'm at a loss with this. I really am. Like, I... And they're not lowering the prices at all. They're charging you more. They're increasing prices, but they're just giving you far, far less. You know, during the pandemic, I understood... Yeah, we can't have characters. Yeah, we can't have, you know, live shows. We, I, I got that. But now, like, the things are opening back up, and they're like, hey, like, we learned that you guys will pay for anything as long as we slap that, that Disney D on it. And, you know. Well, it's... let's not jump to full-blown conclusions. We don't know that this is what they're planning for here. No, we don't. But, I mean, the writing's on the wall, I think. You know, I mean, but but I thought that a little bit when Disneyland started doing what was it, Max Pass? Yeah. Now it wasn't the only way to Fast Pass, but it it was like, oh, if you want convenient Fast Pass, it's ten dollars a day per person. And you know, but one of the things that Disney always had over SeaWorld and Universal was that the Fast Pass was included. Yep. You know, Universal, you well, got to pay extra. SeaWorld, you got to pay extra. I get extra. it, but the main thing they have over Universal and SeaWorld is that it's Disney and people actually want to go there. Yeah. So I don't think they really care about whether or not they have something that they're giving for free that they're not. It's not what it's about. And, you know, I, I, feel, mean, I feel bad because I think people kind of listen to us for, like, this, like, positive, happy Disney outlook. But, like, I can't spin a positive on this. I can't. I understand. But I, that's what I'm saying. Let's let's wait until this is more than just assumption or speculation. Yeah. And then we to can be really, really down about yeah, it. Yeah. And then you we know? can rip it to shreds. Uh <clears throat> All right, resort news. Trails End at Fort Wilderness is reopening on July 17th. The restaurant reopens for breakfast and dinner, offering family-style skillets in place of the previous buffet. Breakfast includes a pastry basket, a berry granola yogurt parfait for the table, followed by a family-style skillet with smoked brisket and eggs, bacon, sausage, cheesy potato casserole, and, of course, Mickey waffles. I love Trails End, one of my favorites. 
You ever eaten there? I have not. Trails End one of my favorite breakfasts on property, and it's nice because it's, it's right by the Tricircle D Ranch, so you can like walk around, see some ponies, see the big Clydesdale horses if they're back home at that point in time. Dinner at Trails End starts with hush puppies and skillet cornbread with a chopped garden salad for the table. The family-style smokehouse skillet comes with pecan smoked brisket, rotisserie chicken, and dually sausage, fingerlings, potatoes, uh, green beans, and buttered corn on the cob. Pork spare ribs, peel-and-eat shrimp, and cornbread-crusted cr- salmon are available as add-ons to your meal. For dessert, co- uh, covered wagon sundae, which is a wagon load of ice cream toppings, brownies, cookies, and chocolate-covered bacon. The Trails End breakfast is nineteen ninety nine per adult. That's what I like about Trails End, by the way. Yeah, that's great. It's all you, it's an all you can eat breakfast for nineteen ninety nine. Fantastic. Uh, and eleven ninety nine per child plus tax and gratuity. Dinner dinner is twenty ninety nine twenty nine ninety nine per adult plus tax and gratuity and seventeen ninety nine per child. Citricos is also reopening. <clears throat> that reopens on July fifteenth with new decor, paying homage to Mary Poppins Returns. It takes subtle cues from the movie's animated sequence. The dining room brings guests into a fanciful garden setting where you can trip to a light, little light fantastic as you experience the restaurant surrounded by the glow from decorative lamps and chandeliers. Kind of an odd flex to style this restaurant after what is what was a bomb of a movie. Right. Like, at, at, like you, you don't see like Marvel being like, uh, you know, coming soon, the Inhumans attraction. <laughs> like, I get, I get modeling after Mary Poppins, but that Mary Poppins Returns was like that was like a butt. It was just a butt on screen. Oh, I loved it. I but hated it. I did not hate it. Oh, I hated it so much. But I don't think it took the world by storm. Like maybe they were hoping. Yeah, they thought it was going to be huge, and it really wasn't. Breakfast is also coming to the California Grill over at the Contemporary Resort, which is going to be a limited time offering during the refurbishment of the Wave. According to the official Disney site, the same Wave menu will be available at the California Grill from July 16th with the Wave closing on July 15th to begin its refurbishment. These menu items include the Wave Feast, which is Eggs Benedict, Scrambled Egg, Bacon, Sausage Mickey Waffle, Bacon Cheddar Grits, and Breakfast Potatoes, and Fresh Fruit, all for $20. Then you have Floridian Eggs Benedict, two poached eggs, crab cake with hollandaise atop toasted English muffins, served with breakfast potatoes for $17. And the American, two eggs cooked to order with breakfast potatoes and choice of bacon pork sausage or chicken sausage for $14. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. And, you know, you're you're paying the prices of the wave, but you're eating a California grill, which is a much better view. Absolutely. I actually might do this while the wave is closed. Final reopening dates have been set for uh, the remaining Walt Disney World resorts. <clears throat> They've announced reopening dates for four of the resorts that still had no update after COVID-19. That is All-Star Music, beginning September 16th, Port Orleans Riverside for October 14th, Port Orleans French Quarter for October 28th, and All-Star Sports for December the 9th. This announcement means that all Walt Disney World hotels will be back open by the end of 2021, completing the phase reopening of the hotels from the pandemic uh, shutdown. Previously announced resort hotels still to open are Disney's Polynesian Village Resort for arrivals beginning on July 19th and Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge on August the 26th. No water park news or Disney Springs news, but we got some Magic Kingdom news. Uh, Casey's Corner and the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor have both reopened. 
Those are important things. Very important. They are an integral part of Main Street. Casey's Corner being closed was one of the things that like really boggled my mind. But I get it because it's so small inside. Yeah. But yeah, it, it reopened like like June 30th, the day before the fireworks came back. The Plaza Ice Cream Parlor reopened uh, in early July. I believe I think it was like the, around the 7th or so. But both of those are now open for business once more. The only the only major one I think left to open in Magic Kingdom now is still Columbia Harbor House. Yeah, still wondering what's uh, you could still you can get the Columbia Harbor House food at the Tomorrowland Terrace Restaurant when it's open. When it's open, when it's well, because last time I was like, oh, I'll get some Columbia Harbor House food on when I was there on July first, but it was closed for a private event. Ah, uh, there you go. All right, so now this is exciting. Mickey's Philhar Magic is getting a new scene from Coco. I heard about this. So, first of all, I saw Coco, finally, and I will never, ever, ever watch it again. Sad? Oh, my. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Pete, I didn't, like, I didn't get misty. Like, I was bawling by the end of it. Like, sobbing into a tissue. Like, absolutely sobbing. Okay. It was way too sad. I can never. I feel like Pixar is like getting too, like since Up, they've been like upping, not no pun intended, upping their ante in terms of like, we're going to make you cry. It's, I don't, I don't want to like cry like, like that. It's not, it's not attractive. But a new animated scene based on Disney and Pixar's Coco is coming to Philhar Magic this year at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. The music, the musical number. Un Poco Loco will anchor the new scene when it opens to guests at, Cal- at Disney's California Adventure Park and Disneyland Paris on July 17th before being added to the Magic Kingdom Park later this year during the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. <laughs> According to Disney, this will be the first time Disney and Pixar animators have worked on a creative endeavor where characters from both animation studios will be seen together on screen. That's an interesting little bit of trivia. Hmm, yeah. Film's original composer, Jermaine Franco, has produced a unique Coco score for the new scene in Mickey's Philhar Magic, and no scenes are being removed to make way for Coco, with the new sequence being an addition to the show. So the show's going to be longer now. I'm sure briefly. I was really scared. When they said they were doing this, I was like, what are they taking out? I thought the same thing. If they were going to take something out, what do you think it would be? I don't know. Just can't wait to be king? No, because that's when like the entire like screens open up. Yeah, and that's a pretty long sequence. Yeah, Be Our Guest, they would not take out Be Our Guest. And, and you can't take out A Whole New World because that's where he gets the hat back, unless you gave him the hat back in the afterlife. I don't know, was he going to like die and go to the afterlife in this? Is that what's going to happen? Okay. The hat That'd brings him back? We're going to get really dark with this? All right, so a new After Hours event is replacing Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this year. All right, let's talk about it. <clears throat> it's going to be um, Disney's di- the Disney Very Merriest After Hours event beginning November 8th and continuing on select nights through the holiday season until December 21st. The four-hour experience will uh, will feature Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, Disney characters throughout the park, snowfall on Main Street USA, attraction overlays, holiday music and decor, treats, and more. So is it just stage shows now? that's like the problem here or in the parade that they're not like like why couldn't you just do mickey's very merry christmas party without the stage shows of the parade i don't know 
the event will be opening massive, massive crowds. The event will be open to open to a limited number of guests until everybody buys tickets for it and they increase the capacity like they did for Halloween. After regular park operating hours with lower wait times on more than 20 available attractions, tickets will go on sale in August with an early purchase window available to guests of select Disney Resort hotels. The Disney Very Marius After Hours will take place from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. on select nights. Event tickets will grant admission to Magic Kingdom Park as early as 7 p.m. These dated event tickets do not require an additional day theme park ticket or Disney Park Pass theme park reservation. You know, somebody pointed out in our Facebook group when we were discussing this that this is not for families. Like no. families with young kids, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m.? Yeah, no. Who is this for? And, and and then, like, you know, and yeah, it could be for adults, but they don't do anything just for adults. Now, mind you, they have not released word on pricing yet, but the After Hours Boo Bash tickets range from 129 to 199 and so, that was shorter. Yes. So this might be more expensive. It seems like they're even giving you more. So <sighs> again, it, it's more of this like we're going to give you less but charge you more. It's a small world is closing for a short refurbishment. Later this month, the ride will close on July 27th and, and reopen on July 30th. Epcot news. The performer lineup has been set for the International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, This is going to be with the America Gardens Bandstand presented by Florida Blue Medicare. A live music concert series taking place Friday through Monday evenings. Local bands from across Central Florida (coughs) are going to be taken to the stage at the America Gardens Theater playing popular songs of yesterday and today. Here's the lineup so far. You ready? July 16th to 19th, Epic Live. The 23rd to 26th, Champagne Orchestra. July 30th to August 2nd, Element. August 6th to 9th, Sound Society. The 13th to 16th, The Hooligans. The 20th to 23rd, The Vibe. The 27th to the 30th, The M80s. September 3rd to 6th, Latin Ambition. The 10th to 13th, Audio Exchange. 17th to 20th, The Hooligans are back by popular demand. And then closing out as they opened it, September 24th to 27th, Epic Live. Do you know a single one of those? Nope. Nope. I think they're they must just be smaller Florida bands like they, like they were saying. So our That's la- cool, our last bit of news this week, closing out with some of our favorite news, a new baby animal has been born in Disney's Animal Kingdom. We need like a we need like a a, a tag for when these happen. Like for two, real, like a two men and the mouse Disney baby event. Like, but Pete, this is no giraffe. This is no zebra. This isn't even an elephant. This is a baby hippopotamus. A very small. Yes. Baby hippopotamus. So the Disney's Animals Science and Environment Facebook page, which, by the way, you should definitely be following because it's wonderful. says, Baby News, our newest resident, a Nile hippopotamus calf, was born earlier today and popped up for a first photo. Our animal care experts are giving the calf plenty of room to bond and nurse with mom. So check back for more updates and those adorable baby photos in the coming days. This is big news. At least it's happy news. Yes, very happy news. Um, baby hippopotamuses are the cutest animals on the entire planet. Uh, and, you know, immediately our listeners asked the important question here. Can I beat it in a fight? Of course. Right now? Yeah. It's a day old. 
It's a day it's old. It's really small. Yeah. Though, then again, I did get bested by a tiny little bird at Disease Springs, so I don't know. If... Yeah, but that was more of a mocking. He didn't really, you know, defeat you, per se. No, in a one-on-one contest, I'm pretty sure I could have def- I could have claimed victory over the bird. Right. Like, if it actually came down to it, I could have, like, smacked it out of the air. But that probably would have gotten me some dirty looks from people at Disney Springs. But, you know, it's, <laughs> when it's him or me, you know. I I feel like we're going to, like we're going to eventually like find like the root of the bird problem. And it's going to be like, like we have to like open the door to like the bird boss. That's like sending these birds after me. And it's going to be hoot Gibson or like stop carrying cookies in your bag. It could also be stop carrying cookies in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I like my version better. Uh, all right. We're going to take a quick commercial break here from our sponsors and the rest of the white dragon podcast network. We'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008, and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to 
your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to KingdomStrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit KingdomStrollers.com. humans my name is morty monster and i'm uh, well i'm a monster i'm here as an exchange student from the monster world where growing up i fell in love with the world of human pop culture unfortunately not a lot of monsters share that passion so i came here to experience all of these things that i love and to share that passion with all of you i do this through my youtube channel with regular video blogs One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonsterAndFriends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster! This is Bill Farmer and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, we love e-ticket attractions on the show where we get to bring you guys into the action. And I asked you guys recently on our Facebook discussion group, facebook.com slash group slash two men and the mouse. What do you guys want to see from the show coming up? Because we want to create, you know, experiences and entertainment that you guys are looking specifically for. And um, I got to thank Geraldine uh, Nemanic, I think is how you say the name. I'm so sorry if I butchered that. For suggesting that we do a game of Disney Would You Rather. So now that it. is basically... A, we've done this before in the past, but I had completely forgotten about it. Um, so it's basically like, would you rather this or would you rather that? And you guys submitted questions for us and we are going to answer them. So this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are playing a game with you guys of Disney Would You Rather. All right, are you ready for this? I'm totally ready. So I said to them, here's how this works. You guys comment in a thread with the choice of something like, would you rather ride Space Mountain or Splash Mountain or Classic Mickey Bar or Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich? And then we'll be going through them on the show and discussing and comparing our answers. 
Now, let's start with those that I that I laid out. Space Mountain or Splash Mountain? For me, Splash Mountain. For me, honestly, it's Splash Mountain as well. I love Space Mountain, but there's just something about Splash Mountain. And I kind of want to absorb, you know, as much of it as possible before it goes away and changes. Which, again, I, I don't, I'm, I'm I don't like change. Space Mountain. Yeah, I know. I, I would much rather see audio animatronics and some story. And, yeah. No, no, I think Splash Mountain's got so many upsides on this. I don't even think it's close. It really does. And all, like, the, the, the cool drops and, like, I, I really love it. I love Splash Mountain. That being said, I'm also for the change. I'm excited for a Tiana attraction. Oh, absolutely. Well, Me too. So. All right. Mickey Ice Cream Bar or Mickey Ice Cream Cookies and Cream Sandwich? Um... Again, this is not like a no-brainer for me. The cookies and cream sandwich. Same here. I know the Mickey bar is classic, but the Mickey bar is also messy. Unless you do yeah, the I overturned would, drink lid uh, tip. I would I want the I would want the Mickey bar to take a picture with it. Like, look, I'm yes. having this. Yeah. But I mean, as far as which treat do I want to eat, it's not even close. It's not even anywhere close. Right. All right. You ready to get into what our listeners have submitted? Yep. Ravi Bremar was the first one to sound off. He said, would you rather stay at Port Orleans Riverside or Port Orleans French Quarter? I feel like we might be different on this. I think we definitely are different on this. I am a Riverside person. Oh, no, we're the same. I'm also a Riverside person. Oh, okay. I've only stayed at Riverside. I mean, I've gone to French Quarter. We've done the pool there. I've walked over there. I have no real interest in staying on that side. I mean, like the beignets or whatever, like at or at... um. French mm-hmm. Quarter, I believe only, but I mean, I really like the the slow, like calm, relaxing Port Orleans Riverside, and those princess rooms are amazing, and I want to stay. There, that's my favorite, and I, again, I'm really, really, really okay with the quiet of Riverside. Yes, and I think it's beautiful. I like it too. I like it too. All right, Julie Rose asks us. If you weren't local and going on a vacation for a week to Disney World, would you rather have unlimited fast passes or a free dining plan? For me, that's free dining plan. Hmm. I know this is a head scratcher. Yeah, no, this is a tough one. But like, like the ability to have a free to eat for free at all the Disney no. restaurants. I Wait feel... a minute. It, did she say it's unlimited Unli- fast passes? Yes, unlimited fast passes yeah, are no, a free. I'm, dining I'm plan. taking unlimited fast passes. Okay. Right. I, I mean, I think about what happens in Universal when I get the Express Pass, and I dominate those parks in such a short period of time. That is true. That I feel like if I was in Disney and had unlimited fast passes, mm-hmm. I, I would. It would be. I would. I would really, really maximize that trip. All right, Ravi Bremar again says, "Would you rather drive to the parks or take Disney transportation?" Now, this is a, for me. This is a conditional one. Sure. What what park? What what transportation are the options? If yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's... If it's Magic Kingdom in any way, shape, or form, I want to drive. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. I I I, I want to drive because of just the nightmare that the transportation is at Magic Kingdom, and I could walk back now thanks to that bridge. If it is any other park, if it's any park where I'm going to park close, it's also drive because. There's nothing worse than waiting for the bus at the end of the night, knowing you're like four buses deep. I will say this. I went for a walk with my wife last night, and we were just kind of talking about our upcoming trip this fall. And we ends up that we're flying this year, which was kind of unexpected to us, but it just worked out perfectly. And my wife said last night, she's like, I'm really going to miss having the car. Yeah, it's a game changer. I, I do get it. I do. 
and not only that but like you can leave things in the car you can leave things in the trunk like it's it kind of becomes like your mobile command center sure but there's also something to be said for t- that Disney bus experience, that monorail experience, that boat experience, that Skyliner. Well, right. Experience. That that's why, like, I was you know questioning what are we talking about? Am I am I just taking the Skyliner over to Studios because that's pretty easy? Yeah, yeah. If I'm staying at a Skyliner Resort and I want to go to Epcot or Studios, yeah, that's nice and easy. If I'm staying at Caribbean Beach and I'm going to Epcot for the fireworks, I'm driving. Right. So it's a conditional one. Sarah Coyle's got a couple here. She says, would you rather stay off-site for 10 days or on-site for five? Uh, so would you rather I a mean, longer trip, but you're staying at, like, maybe, like, a Best Western on, like... I'm a, I'm an on-site person. Yeah, I kind of am, too. I think I would rather do five days at a resort. I think it's part of the magic for me. Listen, I also have the luxury of going once a year. So True. if I was not that person and, you know, this was my one trip for a five-year span, no, I want to go for as many days as possible at any cost. Right. Um, but I also, you know, it's ha- having a, a job like I do, it's a little bit difficult to take a mega mad time off. I couldn't take two weeks off. But yeah. um so for me personally, I'd I'd rather stay on property. It's just part of the allure. She also says, "Would you rather eat Pecos Bills nachos or La Cantina nachos?" I haven't had either, so I can't tell you. I'm gonna go with the Pecos Bill nachos because they would they would like they were like bringing them out in like this like wagon this like like wagon, and huh. there's like a whole there was a whole presentation behind it. I liked that a lot. That sounds great. Then she said, would you rather spend the morning at Magic Kingdom and the evening at Epcot during food and wine or morning at Epcot and the evening at Magic Kingdom for happily ever after? I would go morning at Epcot. I would, too. I find that food and wine for me is is a is a wonderful concept. Yes. I'm always so thrilled that I go in the fall because I get to do food and wine. I end up doing so little food and wine. <laughs> I don't know if I really care. I'd rather go in the morning to Epcot just because I love the music that Epcot plays and I like just being there and get some stuff done. And I am a huge fan of the castle lit up. So being able to go nighttime and and see everything, I, I, that's how I would do it. Um, so for me, it's definitely morning at Epcot because for food and wine, it's more of a lunch thing for me. Because when you go to food and wine at night, that's when things start to get a little rowdy at food and wine. I agree. People are stumbling around. Look, at Magic Kingdom for Happily Ever After, no one has ever stumbled up next to me and urinated into a bush. (laughs) That happened at Epcot. I never noticed how dark World Showcase was before Food and Wine. Yes. Like how poorly lit in certain areas it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, when people are stumbling around blind drunk, like... When you are walking with two children who feel completely, like, at home because they're in Disney, and now you have to kind of keep an eye on them. Yes. Because, you know, where normally I don't mind them walking way ahead of me because it's okay. I can see them, and we're in Disney, and it's all right. Now things are a little bit different. Yep. So. Yeah. So for me, Epcot is a daytime park. Heather Gooden says, would you rather Carousel of Progress or the People Mover? People Mover. Not even close. Carousel of Progress. I love it. I think I'm... Ask me this tomorrow and it might be completely different. Like the, I feel like these answers change for me on a daily basis sometimes. I understand that. She also says, would you uh, that rather... That one would never change for me. 
She also says, would you rather Spaceship Earth or Living with the Land? Spaceship Earth, come Spaceship on. Spaceship Earth, yeah, 100%. I, and I love Living with the Land, but yeah. Spaceship Earth is an institution. This next one's going to be super easy for you also. Would you rather pr- 50s Primetime Cafe or Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater? I, I can't believe anybody would right. see 50s Primetime Cafe. I, I'm it's serious. Sci-fi. Food, environment. Yes. I, I don't care what it is. I can't believe anybody would say that. 100% it's sci-fi. Right. Ravi Brammer again. Would you rather take the monorail or the ferry from the TTC? Huh. Now, you me know me. You know me. I'm a ferry guy from the TTC. Every time. I am a monorail person just because I love the monorail. I, although, honestly, I have some friends who are like hardcore. They love the Disney boat systems. I, I, so. I got to tell you, the ferry is nice. It's relaxing. You get you get space to yourself. There's a breeze. You get to get a nice view of the resorts. The monorail, it's just too often. It's crowded. It's cramped. It smells. It stops. That's the biggie when, is when it stops. Like right. at the at the end of the day, if it's nighttime, you cannot get me anywhere near a monorail. <clears throat> I one time, like it was it was after the fireworks, the boats were down, and you can only take the monorail back. I walked the contemporary and ordered an Uber. I That's tipped, pretty funny. I tipped very well because it was a short ride. I think I tipped the guy like six bucks. But, uh, yeah, because, like, I was, yeah, I was not having it. Like, the the monorail at nighttime, at the end of the day, when you're shoulder to shoulder with people, and it's dark, it makes my claustrophobia just go absolutely wild. All right, Lindsay Ray says, given the choice, would you rather see wishes or happily ever after if you could only see one on your next trip? I said to her, this one's mean. Uh, I'd go wishes. I would probably join you in wishes. I think just because it's been so long. Yeah. Maybe that's why I feel like I'd like to see it also. Yeah. It's like you miss it. Like I haven't had a chance to miss happily ever after. Talk to me, you know, in six months when we're a couple months into this new enchantment show and I'll, and I might say happily ever after. Uh, DJ B Duckett says, would you rather stay four days at the contemporary or seven at pop century? Um, I'm, I'm going to go four days. I'm going to go seven at pop because I'm gonna go, man, pop's got the sky, pop's got the skyliner. And for me, you know, me, the resort is like, as long as it's a Disney resort, I'm happy, but the resort is just a place to lay your head at the end of the day. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough call. I mean, there's, there are factors involved in, even in that one. Like, am I paying for this trip? Am I, you know? Yes. I think this is like money is not an option. Like you're presented with these two choices, either contemporary for seven or or, or, or contemporary for four pop for seven, like a longer trip at a value resort or a shorter trip at a deluxe resort. I mean, I guess the longer trip makes more sense. Yes. You're still in. Here's the thing. I have no real interest in staying at the contemporary. Okay. It's not like one of the places I feel like I have to stay. So I almost feel like if I was offered it just for like a long weekend, like, ah, maybe that makes sense. Well, what if I amended this to four days at the beach club or seven days of pop? Oh, that'd be four days at the beach club. Yeah, I think. She also says, would you rather do three hours early morning magic before opening or three hours after closing? For me, it's morning. I'm a morning person also. Yeah, I'm taking the morning. On vacation, I, I can get up really early. 
Would you rather do Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party on October 31st or in a world where they offered this, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party on December 25th? Because the Christmas parties always end on the 21st. But uh, so which, which would you rather do there? Hmm. For me, it's the Halloween one. And I'll tell you why. Because Disney on Christmas week is disgusting. Yeah, I also never would want to be in Disney on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, I've got family stuff to do. Like Halloween, I don't care. Right. Halloween's not really a holiday. I'm not celebrating right. somewhere. Christmas, I, I couldn't imagine doing it. Would you rather spend your birthday at Disney World every year for five years straight or your birthday at Disney every five years for life? Wait, run that by me again. So would you rather spend your birthday at Disney every year for five years? So five years straight, you're spending every birthday at Disney or. Okay. Every five years, you spend one birthday at Disney for the rest of your life. Okay, so for the every five years one, are we saying we're not going at all in between? I don't think that's part of it. I think it's just like the birthday experience, which really okay, to well, me listen, doesn't phase me. I think it's really funny that you you bring this up because so my birthday just passed. It was this past week. So my birthday's July 9th. I really, really, really want to go to Disney for my birthday. It's something yeah. I've never done. I also have no desire to be in Orlando in July. Right, as you shouldn't. Um, I don't want to spend my one vacation of the year like, really hot, max crowds. It's just not for me. So I've told my wife for about five years now that for my 50th birthday, which is still five years away, I want to do Disney for my birthday. Okay. And we'll invite like my family and like friends and like whoever wants to come and it'll just be like a fun. But even that, I'm like, man, this is going to be like a weekend <laughs> because right. I don't think I can do like a crazy week in July. I just don't think I have it in me anymore. So, so you're I, saying I, your birthday every five years. I would take the every five years. I think I would do the same. I would do the same. She, a DJ, we're staying with DJ here. She also says, discontinue Dole Whips or discontinue popcorn? Wow, man, I'm going to give you a really unpopular answer. You're going to discontinue the Dole Whip, aren't you? I like the Dole Whip, but I, I, I we eat popcorn I in Disney. There's do. something magical about Disney popcorn. Um, Dole, you know, ice cream is is so, you know. I don't know. It's okay. I'd probably discontinue the Dole Whip. Even as a citrus swirl guy, I'm still going to discontinue the popcorn over the Dole Whips because it's Yeah, so well, you don't really do popcorn there. Yeah, Although I, mean, you should oh, really I, do, I the... do popcorn buckets sometimes. Like when there's a right. bucket I really want. I'm going to go <laughs> with the refillable bucket next time. Yeah. It's so funny. The Disney popcorn is my daughter's like favorite thing, right? She like loves the popcorn. Right. And since last trip, she has gotten braces. So popcorn is kind of something oh. that like she's not supposed to be eating. And we've been having this debate now for like two months. Oh, like, no. hey, can she eat popcorn, but be just really careful? Like we're like having like a uh, yeah. for real conversation about this. Oh, that stinks. Yep. Uh, DJ also says, would you rather Tower of Terror or retheme it to Guardians of the Galaxy? I would retheme it in a second. I love the fact that they're different. So part of me would not want that. Having seen the Guardian stuff in California, it's amazing. So for, you know, the majority of people who aren't doing both parks, both sides, I would say change it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Then she says, last one, I promise, a free Disney cruise or a free stay in the new Star Wars hotel? 
Uh, again, that's not even really a question. Yeah, it's a, I'm taking the Star Wars Hotel just because I think for the I think the value is going to be that much more. It could be a free Disney cruise or like free two nights at like All Star Sports <laughs> and like I'm staying All Star Sports. Okay. All right, you have no. I go on a free ride, free ride on the Jungle Cruise over a free Disney cruise. All right, uh, Jeff Kaufman says Tiki Room or Country Bears. Great question. Great question. I'm going Country Bears on this one. I'm going Country Bears too, although I think I'm doing it ironically. <laughs> okay. I think I think my love of Country Bears is ironic because I don't. Think Everyone's it's love good. of Country Bears is ironic. Like it's how bad it is. Yeah, right? okay, it's how bad cool. and how like like inappropriate it is. Yeah, all right. Then we're on the same page. All I right, discovered actually. something in my in my most recent sit through of the Tiki Room. This is gonna be an unpopular thing, Peter Mandel, but I kind of low key hate the Tiki Room. I'm not a huge Tiki Room guy. Also, I've done it like one time in the last like ten years, and I was like, oh. Look, I'm all there for in the tiki 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 room in the tiki 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 room. Once that song's over, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. What I, else is again, in that show? I like the I like the nostalgia of tiki room. I have a nice tiki room shirt. I really like the building exterior. I, I don't really have much of a need for it. I, look, I've got the poster and everything. I'm not like tear it down. But I'm just kind of like I'm not going in there. Let me ask you a question. Let's say they tear it down. Yeah. Okay. Let's say Tiki Room's done. Re- re- I don't know. Like made in something else. So it's so legit no longer a Tiki Room. You crushed? Um, no. No, I, I'm getting over that quickly. I mean, like, legit hurt feelings. I, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want that. And I, I feel like we would be like, man, this is definitely a blow. But, like, honestly, in the long run, nah, I don't care. It really doesn't phase me. It doesn't impact my Disney day at all. I mean, yes, it's iconic. Yes, it's a Walt thing. So, yes, there's a little bit of heartache there, but it's not going to like, I'm not going to be like, how dare you? Right. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not doing I'd it. I'd almost say I would rather see them keep Carousel Progress. I mean, I would be crushed if they got rid of Carousel Progress. That, right. I think I, a lot of people would. And I, yes. I think there were times in, in the in the last decade where like maybe we thought Carousel of Progress might be going away. Right. But it's Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress. Right. Though, is, is the Tiki Room Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room? I don't know. Might be. I don't know. I, you know, I don't think it is. Ashley Newmeister asks, Satuli Canteen or Docking Bay 7? Oh, Satuli Canteen. Yeah. I mean, look, for the theming, give me Star Wars any day of the week. But if we're going purely on food, where would I rather eat? Like, what food would I rather have? Yeah. It's Satuli Canteen, hands down. I am so bummed out that Docking Bay isn't better. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. Then she says, bring back great moments in history, but just the American parts with the Muppets, or bring back Hoot Gibson. Unemployed animatronic owl and extreme disappointment to his family. I'm going to say who Gibson and not because they're bringing him back, but because it would be brand new character who Gibson because no one has any idea who he is other than on this show. Right. So, right. I'm going to go with who I'm going to go with great moments in history because I love it. And I, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know who Gibson and I are kind of in a feud. So, so you say, would you rather have one little spark or it's a small world stuck in your head? Now, both of them are now stuck in my head at the same time. Hmm. It's very dissonant. I'd rather have one little spark stuck in my head. 
I I really do like Small World. Though. I like Small World, but I don't want it stuck in my head. I'm gonna go with Small World. Okay. A free shopping spree in the Emporium, or all you can eat for free in World Showcase. Oh come on! You're gonna say what the Emporium. Kind of, what kind of shopping spree are we talking about? A free shopping spree. Like I like a lot of stuff, but there's also a lot of stuff to eat in World sure. Showcase. Uh huh. But I only, only have limited. So much. I only have limited tummy room. That's the thing. I feel like they should. I feel like this should be like limited to like a free shopping spree of whatever you can carry. Okay. So you're adding because really. You're adding an asterisk you can only eat one. your stomach size of food. Do you know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, um, but even then, how are you not taking the Emporium? You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what? I think I'm. Depends on is it a festival? Like, I mean, come on, like Kevin. I don't know. What are you talking about? You're gonna you're gonna take a hundred dollars of food, two hundred dollars of food over going to the Emporium and going on a shopping spree. What are you talking about? All right, no, you're right. You're right. It's the Emporium. I was just trying to see things from from both angles here. Uh, This one I think is pretty easy. Soaring over California or soaring around the world? It's soaring over California. Yeah, I miss soaring over California hands down <laughs> soaring over the world i think was a miscalculation i don't mind it i still have fun with it i mean i don't dislike it but i i miss soaring over california me too because it was actual real footage yeah ravi brammer back says would you rather bring back mr toad's wild ride or twenty thousand leagues under the sea I'm gonna go with Mr. Toads. I don't even love Mr. Toads, but I do love the ride vehicle. I think it's great. Okay, I love that's a little car with steering wheel. Um, having done the Nemo version of Twenty Thousand Leagues, it, it, Kevin, if you are legit in any way, shape, or form claustrophobic, you could not do this ride. Okay, all right, then I'm gonna go with Mr. Toad as well. You are packed into a submarine with a whole bunch of your new friends. And you are kind of sitting there in that seat. It, it's just, it is, it's it's cool. It's doable. But I like Mr. Toads. Ravi Bremer said, uh, would you, again, he says, would you rather spend the night in the Tower of Terror or the Haunted Mansion? It's the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> is that Please. even a question? Yeah. Hate the Tower of Terror. Kathleen Grove says, if you can bring back an attraction to experience one more time, would you rather bring back the great movie ride, Lights, Motors, Action, the Backlot Tour, or Ellen's Energy Adventure? Gee, let me think. <laughs> uh, it's obviously the great movie ride. Yeah, you should really take great. Let's take great movie ride out of that because that's so obvious. <laughs> is it great movie ride or is it like three things that you never did when they were there? Right. So let's pick the three things. What are they? It's Lights, Motors, Action. Lights, Motors, Action, the Backlot Tour, or Ellen's Energy Adventure. Okay, which which backlot tour? Are we talking about the original, like the old one? Because they scaled know. that thing down so much over the years. The Michael Bay, the Michael Bay one. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't like Michael Bay being involved in the parks. Uh, so, uh, but you know, what? I, I think, think either I think way, I'm, I'm going st- with. I think I'm still with Ellen's Universe of Energy. Really, Ellen's Energy Adventure. You just want to I have mean, You just need a nap. Yeah, I, I have taken a nap on that, but I do. I like seeing the dinosaurs and stuff. I'm saying if we're going out of the three, it's obviously a great movie ride. Well, but. it's obviously a great movie ride. Yeah, but if we're going out of the three, I'm probably taking Lights, Motors, Action. Really? That's the one I wouldn't even consider. Oh, see, I liked that. I, I used to always love to go see that. 
All right, Jennifer Long says Tomorrowland Speedway or Astro Orbiter. Uh, that's like speedway. that's like how do how like in which way do I want to be uncomfortable? I'm I'd go Speedway. I've gone on Speedway a n- number of times. Astro Orbiter was a do once, never again. I'm with you on Speedway. Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon? Don't know. Uh, Blizzard Can't Beach. Blizzard Beach, hands down. It's just okay. such a cooler, like, aesthetic. Kali River Rapids or Triceratops Spin? Man, these rides are nothing like each other. No. It's Kali River Rapids. Triceratops Spin is a glorified Dumbo ride. Yeah, but I don't always want to get wet. All right. Again, I, I typically go in the fall, so I'm not, like, super looking to get soaked. I, I get that. I get that. So are you taking Triceratops Spin? I would. I, I do. You'd be surprised how many times I do try to start up spin just because I don't know. I like it for some reason. Lucy Tatum Austin has a really interesting one. Sweet or savory for each of the following waffle sandwich at Sleepy Hollow. Are you going with the, the sweet and spicy chicken and waffle sandwich or the Nutella and berries? I am a savory guy almost every time. Yeah, me, me too. I'm taking that that chicken sandwich. Also, the crepes at Aristocrapes. Sweet or savory? This one, I'm going sweet. I think I would also. That's pretty funny. Um, well, because the sa- I've had the savory crepes at Aristocrapes, and I was not impressed. I I just automatically kind of like my crepe preference is usually a sweet crepe. So, All right. Uh, Mickey Pretzel from anywhere you choose. Sweet or savory? So are you doing like the, the, the cinnamon sugar one, or are you doing the regular pretzel? I'm always going regular with Me some too. mustard. Me too. Me too. Or cheese sauce. <clears throat> Amy Godden says, would you rather fight a baby hippo or go another round with the owl? I would rather fight the baby hippopotamus than, than deal with that winged demon again. If I was you, I would go with the owl. I think you would be scrutinized for fighting a baby hippo. You, you think that, that and would it would ruin your life to the point where you would have to come up with a new name and move on with your life. All right, fine. but I mean, like being able to say I beat a hippopotamus in a fight, like they don't yeah. have to know that it was a day old. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that that that's like way more information than the average person needs. Like they could just I could just be like, yeah, I punched a baby. I I punched not baby. I punched a hippopotamus one time and it stopped moving. Like it's one spin kick. But all right. All right. You know what? I would like to go one more round with the owl because I think this time, if I know he's coming. Right. I think exactly. I'm, I think I have enough Kung Fu training in me now that I can take him. Amy also asks, with free admission, would you rather only be allowed to visit when it's raining and you have to leave if it stops or visit for the last hour of any night? All right. Repeat that one more time. So you have free admission to the park. But you can yep. only visit when it's raining. If it stops, you have to leave. Or okay. you can only go for the last hour of operation. Hmm. It's hard because there's a chance you're going to go and never get in the park then. Okay, so for, for me, it's the last hour. Because if it's Magic Kingdom or Epcot, that typically means it's fireworks time, which means I can either watch the fireworks or I can take advantage of shorter lines for that hour. I mean, I would go with it. Just for the sheer fact that what if it doesn't rain that week? Also true. Also true. Andy Rudolph says, would you rather Disney Cruise or Aulani? Oh, Aulani. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I want to go on a Disney Cruise, and I would even say Aulani here. 
Okay, I feel refreshed. For for those of you not in the know, we just took a break for about what would you say, like eight hours? Uh probably five and a half. Pete, Pete had to open the store, so we we had to take a break, and now we're back and refreshed. And you know, I I feel like we're now picking up the torch here that we left this morning, older, wiser, more prepared for the challenges that we have ahead. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I think it sounds good. All right, Lara Fee says, would you rather spend the night in a Cinder- in Cinderella Castle in the Dream Suite or take a four-day Disney cruise, both free of charge? We know where you're going with this. Come on. Is there anybody that would choose the cruise? Mm, I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm... a once-in-a-lifetime uh, impossible. You couldn't even pay for it if you wanted it. Experience okay. you, yeah. a cruise? Yeah, you're right. I'm doing the Cinderella Castle Dream Suite. You're, I you're... mean, what, what do you, like, what's something do you think that's actually, like, like something that would would compare with the dream suite i like the only thing that's more that's like no like club 33 isn't even that exclusive because you can get into it right i, I don't know there's nothing at it there it's the most exclusive thing right cuz it's not even so much as just like oh you can't afford it like it, it's a thing that they just don't offer correct do you think like how often do you think housekeeping like goes in there and straightens the place up? Oh, I bet you someone goes in there every day. Every single day? Yeah, yeah. even if there's people not there. I mean, someone probably How like, often do you think people around. are actually there? I mean, the last time I heard of someone staying in there it was Katy Perry years ago. Yeah, Katy Perry, you're right. Yeah, no, maybe maybe it's just a locked door and nobody goes in. Mm-mm, maybe oh, wow, that'd be really interesting. All right, Laura also says, "Would you rather see Hoot Gibson back in action or see the Yeti move again?" I mean, I'd like to see who Gibson. Just no, cause... I'd like to see the Yeti. I'd like to see the Yeti move. I because if Hoot Gibson gets a job again, then like half of my jokes are dead. Like, what if he became a big success? Like, he had a movie made about him. Then what am I? Some... If he gets more, if Hoot Gibson becomes more successful than me, I'm gonna feel really sad about myself and my life. But sometimes a hero needs a good foil to really become who he is wait 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 am i the hero you... or am i the hero I, or the I villain in this situation i'm not sure but i i would appreciate it either way because i could probably make a case for both would you rather be stuck on it's a small world or tower of terror note on tower of terror you're stuck at the top and you have to use the restroom small world yeah small world yeah i can i can handle the song on loop would you rather get into the park for free for three days or pay for one day with unlimited fast passes. You got that one? All right. So, hmm. you, free admission See, for three days. Do whatever you right. want. Good. Or you pay for a day. So it's like a hundred something dollars and you have unlimited fast passes. But again, I, I think I would pay for a day to have the unlimited fast passes. Yeah, of course. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, probably. All right, Benjamin Travis says, would you rather have a free membership to Club 33 or spend a weekend in the Cinderella Castle Dream Suite? I, again, Cinderella Castle Dream Suite, what do you really get with Club 33? Mm, no, that's interesting. Oh, really? This is this is giving you pause. Well, I do like any kind of exclusivity. And I like Club 33 does have like exclusive items here and there. Huh. huh. Now, what let's, kind say, of let's say you were we Club 33. About? Let's say you were Club 33. Are we talking membership for life? I would assume it's a membership for life. Versus a weekend in the Dream Suite. Man, that's a tough call. 
And it's a week or weekends? Uh, it's a weekend. So you know, but what, ta- what do you really get with Club Thirty Three though? I don't really understand. Isn't it just like access to the clubhouse? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh man, like, I mean, but there would be no sweeter feeling than ha- than scanning your magic band on the Club Thirty Three door and having it open, and then like slowly opening it while people stare at you and like smiling at them, like, yeah, I'm in Club Thirty Three, and then just slowly closing the door. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe I would take the Club 33. I don't know. This this is a really tough one. This is this is a real head scratcher, Benjamin. Thank you for this one. You you've stumped us both. I think I'm I think you know what? I talked myself into it. I'm going to go Club 33. I think I would also. Yeah. I'd get a Club 33 Magic Bands. Mhm. Um you know, if it was one night in the Dream Suite, then this is is a no-brainer. But it's a weekend. Yeah, the weekend is, but I mean, are we talking a long weekend? But and now, I know we've said this before, but like, let's say you spend a weekend in the Dream Suite. Once the park closes, you're like, conf- you're like trapped, like you're confined, right? Like you are, and you are. It's not I mean, like you can like go walk around Fantasyland. I know, but what if you're like, oh man, I left my medicine in my car? But then is like, like. Do people work there then overnight to like be there? Well, do people work there overnight anyway? You know that, right? Yeah, but would they have like a concierge there to like be there specifically for you? Like, if you wanted to order pizza as room service, could you order room service at at the Dream Suite? Yeah, I would assume they do. Well, I do remember the picture of Katy Perry eating pizza on the bed, right? So, but I thought maybe she might have brought it from home. I bring food from home sometimes. You think the Dream Suite has like a big uh, microwave? I mean, I would assume most hotel rooms do have a microwave. I feel like that one doesn't. It, you maybe it'll have like a. Um, why wouldn't it have a microwave? Why would it be like a why wood burning be... pizza oven before it has a microwave? Because oh. it's a Dream Suite. Oh yeah, I get. You know what? I was thinking like like what kind of hotel room would be so barren as to not have well, a not microwave? A but you're taking it a step further and being like, no, it's got like a wood burning pizza stove. Right. All right. You can like make your own blaze pizza in there, right? That's 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 interesting. No, Club Thirty Three though. Do they have like like? Can you go in there and do they like have free food and stuff for you in there? They have to, right? I would assume like what? It's not like you're just like taking your hot dog from Casey's and going up there and eating it, right? I would think so. Oh, this is the best ten grand a year I've ever spent, or however much it is. I can't even imagine. All right, Ryan Welsh says you can spend your whole vacation at the parks, but you can't go to a resort. Or you spend your whole vacation at a resort plus popping for dining, but you can't enter a park. I mean, parks um, over resorts, right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like that one's a. Uh... All right. Jennifer Mosby Love says my kids asked me this last week. Would you rather have a million dollars cash? Or a million dollars worth of free Disney trips for the rest of your life? Um, Cash. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, I love Disney, but there's a lot I can do with a million dollars. Well, not only that, but you can make that million dollars now work for you to pay for those million dollars worth of Disney trips. So, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it could, and then it could also go to other things that, you know, you need for like life. Right. All right, Giselle Camargo Devane uh, says these are all great options. Can't wait to hear it. Thank you. Uh, Emma Spears says, "Would you rather pay for the new FastPass system and actually have a guaranteed time-saving benefit, 
or keep the old free fast pass system and potentially wait longer. I would like to keep the old free fast pass system. Yeah, agreed. You know, whenever I hear like even the concept of the rollout in in Paris, like the idea of like, oh, you can go on this for eight dollars. Man, it just really like makes me feel not Disney-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather you sell me a fast pass like Universal does. Yeah, than be like ten bucks per ride thing. Yeah, like ten bucks to get to the front of Winnie the Pooh. Like, I don't think I, so. I don't understand. I don't like it. Uh Geraldine Nemanic, who um again, I hope I didn't say your name wrong. Um Nemanic, I believe it is, hopefully. Who recommended this uh, topic has a couple for us. Stuck on the monorail or stuck on the Skyliner? We're assuming the same amount of time? Yeah. Skyliner. Yeah, Skyliner easily. Uh, Because it's vented. It's vented. There aren't as many people in there. You're never standing shoulder to shoulder with people in the Skyliner. You can always sit down. Like they're not overloading the Skyliner cars. So always Skyliner. Free VIP tour for a day or fast passes for the day? Like unlimited fast passes. Yes, I'm taking the VIP tour for the day. I am too because I would I've never done it. And honestly, the VIP tour is fast passes. Yeah, so ex- exactly. Like, that is true. A spending spree at the Emporium or any store at Disney Springs of your choice. Oh, that's a great question. That's a really good one. I think I'm taking the uh, Emporium there, unless World of Disney. I don't know. I am gonna take Disney Springs. Okay. Just because I feel like I could get a lot of Galaxy's Edge merchandise. That is true. Good call. You know what? I'm going to switch mine over to Disney Springs as well. You know, let me just say a little, little tidbit right here. I just remembered. You know, when I went on my honeymoon in 2003 to Disneyland, we actually got unlimited fast passes. Did okay. you know that? That was actually no. the promotion. It was crazy. It was wonderful. You must have gotten on everything. We did. We do. We were only there for two days. Huh. Um, two days and change. But unlimited fast passes. That was the promotion for staying at Disneyland. Hmm. Okay. That that's a really. So it was See, like, that, it that was, was when they that was system. business was very slow and they needed to pull people in. Two thousand three oh, yeah, was when I went to Walt Disney World and we had the three wishes per day. Remember, I've talked about that before. Yeah. For those that don't know, instead of like a dining plan, it was three wishes you had per day. So a wish could be a meal, which was appetizer, entree, dessert, or it could be something like a boat rental or miniature golf or, you yep. know, like something crazy, like awesome. Well, remember something else, too. In 2003, California Adventure was an epic failure. Right. And so they were not getting the draw they thought they were. Right. Uh, would you rather wear a lounge fly backpack or fanny pack to carry essentials in the park? I love those lounge fly black backpacks. Yeah, I'm probably going lounge fly backpack too. If I would, my daughter is like, you know, 13 and has a couple of them. And I'm like, oh man, I would totally rock these if yeah. I was a kid. I think yeah. they're awesome. Who would you rather have as a best friend, Donald Duck or Goofy? Donald Duck, come on. To Goofy. Goofy, really? Oh yeah, Donald's so antagonistic. I would get in fights with him all the time. And oh, he's so all... I think Donald and I would be a good tag team. No, see, Donald's also a bird. Right. But I mean, you know, he's also a duck, though, and I do tend to famously get along with ducks. Right. I don't know. Goofy, I feel like it would never stop being entertaining. But then again, you have to worry about collateral damage. Like if he when he lights his pants on fire and erupts into the sky, is a stray ember going to ignite you? See, I went dark. Yeah, I see what you did there. All right. As a pet, uh, Stitch or Pluto? Stitch. Pluto. 
No, Stitch. I love the craziness of Stitch. Well, I also feel like Stitch is a little too like like mischievous. I, I, I feel like Pluto is the safer bet here. I get what you're saying, but I feel like Pluto gets into a lot of like trouble like accidentally. Yeah, but we'd never notice it because like like Pluto would have this like whole adventure while we like turned around to like like clean the oven or something like that. And then when we turn back around, he's back from his adventure in the same exact place where we left him. He's had this massive adventure, but we don't know about it. Huh. I get what you're saying, but stitch means that there's a chance I'm going to see a spaceship in my life and I would enjoy that. Okay. Go to the parks alone or with a friend or family. I mean, friend and family. Of course. I mean, I like going alone, but ride space mountain or rock and roller coaster with all the lights on. Uh, neither. I'm going to you have to pick one. I'm going to say Space Mountain because it's iconic. I'll go Space Mountain also. Be friends, uh so basically like be a character actor. So if you were to be a character, Goofy or Gaston? I would probably want to be Goofy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd have a really good time as a face character. Like I Gaston. get what you're saying. I just really enjoy the head characters like emoting like just physically i always think it's impressive and i I enjoy that that's also true all right their last one is be that guy at the monsters incorporated laugh floor or get chosen for indiana jones um haven't really done i mean i've done indiana jones it's been forever i'm gonna go with being that guy i would go with indiana jones really yeah the indiana jones i feel like they don't really do much being that guy like you, you it's i don't know it's cool you get a sticker at the end of it I know, but I feel like on Full House, like, wasn't Steve? Steve well, no, that was DJ's imagination. If you want to go with somebody getting chosen to actually be Indiana Jones, we have to go to the Muppets Go to Walt Disney World when Kermit and Piggy get chosen to be Indiana Jones and Marion. Yeah, I love that. When he's like, Piggy, how are we ever going to explain this to Big Bird? While she's in, like, the gunship. <laughs> it's my favorite line ever. I watched that recently. I showed my girlfriend it for the first time. And? Loved it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Gemma Clay says, would you rather ride Mystic Manor in Hong Kong, Journey to the Center of the Earth in Tokyo, or Pirates of the Caribbean in Shanghai? I hear that Pirates of the Caribbean is awesome. That Pirates of the Caribbean is top notch. And I'm yeah, I got to go with Pirates of the Caribbean. I would go with that also. You would think it'd be Mystic Manor for me, but honestly. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Mystic Manor, I mean, is definitely a bucket list item for me, but man. Yeah, I hear that Pirates is... That is Pirate. I mean, I've watched the ride through, and it's just ridiculous. Nathan Sanka says, would you rather have 100% creative control for a new ride or a new resort? I want to design a ride. I guess I would, too. I mean, I'm assuming you still have to abide by all sorts of, you know, boundaries. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just be like, I'm making this ride about me. I mean, that doesn't make any sense, you know? Yeah. But I do think that'd be pretty cool. All right. Matt Unger says, would you rather have your next trip be to a U.S. Disney park or an international Disney park? And what would your ranking of top parks to visit be next? Can it be international or domestic? So would you rather go to, if you had your choice between any park in the world, would would it be a U.S. park or an overseas park? Uh, if I, you know, excluding travel and everything and all that yes. stuff and the world at the moment, I would want to go to Tokyo City. Uh, me too. It was Tokyo. Or, actually, no, no. Uh, Shanghai. Yeah. For yeah. The big castle. I really want to see. I really want to see where all that money went. 
Uh, all right. Uh, Jerry Lynn came back to say Magical Express from the airport or Uber. I mean, Magical Express. Always, always, always. Come on, yeah. Magical Express with the original video. Yes. Trace Malden has one question for me and one for you. Okay. <clears throat> so for me, he says, would you rather watch free daps perform for an entire day and scream, I love free daps after every freestyle or sit and watch every show of Flights of Wonder for an entire day while wearing an I Love Owls t-shirt. Again, I'm going with the owl because I want I I I feel like I need to I feel like if I went in prepared it would be a much different experience. See, but I feel like free daps aren't going to beat you up. They might because I've not been kind in the past. That owl's okay. not beating me up either, Pete. If I got prep time, sure it's not. if I've got prep time, I'm going in there like Batman. <laughs> He fought okay. the, the court of owls, so you know I, mine just happens to be a real owl. Maybe that, maybe maybe that's the Hoot Gibson connection with the birds. Maybe that's it. You ever you ever think about that? Might be it. Definitely not. No. Okay. Probably not. All right, Pete. Would you rather never wear another unique Disney shirt on any of your vacations, and instead just wear a plain T-shirt? Or have to eat a cheese-based meal as your lunch option every day of every trip that you take? Um, it could have been eat a cheese-based option one time, and I would have went with the T-shirts. So, wait, I'm sorry, you're... I will tell you, I wear plain T-shirts all the time. But, like, on a Disney trip, you always have the coolest that's shirts. Fine. Yeah, I know, but that's not necessary. So you're you're going to just wear the plain T-shirts and forego the cheese? Yeah, it's so funny. Like so many of my T-shirts have been like passed to my son, and like we just got really cool. Somehow I got Heather to agree to. Uh, we got TVA shirts that say "Variant" on the back. Now I'm not like a group T-shirt person, but I really yeah. love them, and I know my son would love it. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get these for us. Okay. And then my daughter's super into the Disney Plus shows, so I'm like, oh, she would want to. So at this point, I have to try and convince my wife to, to wear, wear the shirt, shirt on a vacation. So somehow I was able to talk her into it really quickly too. I don't know how. Maybe she um, likes so the I'm show. cool with that. But yeah, I gotta be honest with you. I'm more into like my son wearing crazy cool T-shirts and like you know thinking that's awesome than like uh, me at this point. So I'd be fine with a plain T-shirt. I really don't like cheese. Okay. Ryan Campbell says, would you rather have one fast pass for every attraction at Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom? One fast pass for studios? Every attraction. is So I'm assuming this includes Rise of the Resistance if it's but every But that attraction. doesn't have a fast pass. Yeah, but it's every attraction. I mean, nothing has a fast pass right now. Hmm. So I mean, we're, we're, we're playing in a whole new universe of possibilities. Uh, hmm. You know, I'm going to say... Magic Kingdom. I, I'm with you on that. Honestly, I don't want to go on half the things in studio. Yeah, yeah. Like a Fast Pass for Tower of Terror, great, awesome. Uh, enjoy like you're, it, whoever. Like you're telling me, I could just walk on Peter Pan and walk on um, Mind Train and, yep. and just walk on all these rides. Yeah, Splash no, it's, and Space and. I mean, and... how many times do you go by Jungle Cruise and you're like, oh, I really want to ride that. I don't feel like waiting fifty minutes. Right, Jungle Cruise and Pirate. There's just so, so many iconic rides. Yeah, yeah. It would definitely be Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Day said, oh, by the way, I got to tell you, you got to log into the group. I know you don't go in very on Facebook very often, but Jennifer Day or Dai, I don't I don't I really don't know which one it is. D.A.I. I'm assuming it's Day, but I might be wrong. She made a Jungle Cruise cake for her daughter and she posted the pictures in the group. And Pete, it's the most like it's cake boss worthy. Oh, that's awesome. Except it's actually good. Unlike most of those cake boss cakes. I don't like the cake boss very much. 
Which uh, one's the cake boss? The cake boss. He's like, oh, I'm the cake boss. I make oh, the cakes. That's the guy from Jersey? Yeah. The guy no, from Hoboken. I like the other guy, though. What's the other Duff. guy? Duff. Duff? Like the Duff? Yeah, the, like, so there's Buddy and there's Duff. Like Duff, Duff Beer? Is, like the, is that his name? Jeez, maybe I'm saying no, it wrong. No, Duff, Duff Beer is from The Simpsons. Yes, I know that. Correct. Yeah. Duff Beer for me. Duff Beer for you. I'll have a Duff if you'll have one, too. The, Did you watch that Simpsons short, by the way? No, you know what? It falls under the like. I, I'm not a, like. I'll probably watch it eventually, but like, it never hit my radar because it falls under the. It's something of the Simpsons that was made after 1996, right? So it's probably not funny. Oh look, his name is Duff. It's Duff Goldman. You don't know Duff? He has no. like a cake shop. Also, he actually seems nice. I kind of like. Is it possible that it's Duffy the Disney Bear, but he just shaved all the Duff all the sure bear hair so. off? I'd like to think that he landed on... No, I mean, he's doing all right. He's over in the Asia parks, and he's doing pretty right. well. But yeah, no, she made this cake, and it is unbelievable. Guys, go on the Facebook group and check it out, because like she even did like a waterfall. I, I'm assuming it's like made from sugar, like the waterfall with the boat going on the backside of water. Like She did everything. She did the, awesome. the, the lions with the zebra. Like Everything was in there. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen, and I have to really applaud her for that. Was this new Jungle Cruise? No, I believe it was old classic Jungle Cruise. Oh, real nice. Jungle Maybe Cruise. next year will be new Jungle Cruise. Maybe. All right. Well, she says, would you rather be punched in the face by an owl or pooped on by a macaw? Huh. What are you thinking? Because now you know you have the option of both of these in Animal Kingdom. I feel like if you got actually legit punch in the face by now, there's going to be some Disney like person like rep who's like, oh, my God, did this just happen? Well, no, but it and really is, did happen to me. I know it kind of happened to you. But I mean, if it you really kind of happened, it happened. I know it did. Sure. The, do you not believe that the owl encounter actually happened? You think I made it up? No, no, I, I'm not saying you embellished. There's video I think it evidence. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would take the owl punch again, I think. Yeah, me too. Because like you get out, you shake it off, you walk it off, and then it becomes an entertaining story that your podcast listeners talk about six years later. Owls also don't weigh anything, so I don't know how much could be behind that. Well, punch. there wasn't a lot of power behind the punch. I will give you that. Like right. you know, it was a pretty weak punch. I was able to take it un- and stay at a seated position. Right. But you know, the poop from the macaw, like, I no, I, I do not like getting pooped on by birds. Like it, it is not a thing that you know i would ever choose when you know no no just no though those those macaws do fly dangerously close to my head sometimes right because you know bird war all right seth tinsley says uh would you rather go on splash mountain or have a mickey ice cream bar wait no he was answering my question because i said splash mountain or Space Mountain, Mickey Ice Cream Bar, Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich, and he said Splash Mountain and Mickey Ice Cream Bar. I thought he was posing a question, but he was just answering mine. Never mind. We're moving on. Uh, Jenny Kearney says, would you rather have lifetime park hopper passes or be given free reign to make your ideal attraction a reality? Just an attraction, though, not a whole land or park. Um, you know what? I don't know if I have like an ideal attraction that yeah. hasn't been made. I'm taking the park hoppers. I'm going to take the park hoppers. Also. Yeah. And then finally, Jennifer Miglietti says, would you rather have a Dole Whip 
or a citrus swirl, but she called it an orange Dole Whip, and that hurt my my heart and soul a little bit. Yeah, I'm always a citrus swirl guy. Always a citrus swirl. I'm constantly with the citrus swirl. Do you, so, so, so that does it for all, what our friends around the world have asked. Do you have any that you want to throw out that you can think oh, of? Oh, no, I feel here? like I'm unprepared here. Like I probably should. But I know, no. but yeah, I kind of just was thinking about it. Yeah, no, do you? Not really. I think like like I my two were kind of at the beginning of this, but right. you know, I do want to think of some more and maybe I can make this like a regular segment. Right? Like a really good one every week. Yeah, I think that that would be that would be good, like a real head scratcher. Um so before we close out the show, did you see Black Widow? I did. I did too. I loved it. I did not love it the first time I saw it. You loved it the second time? Uh, the second time I saw it, I definitely liked it more. Okay, so spoiler alert. Uh, we're not going to go into heavy spoilers, but we'll go into... There might be a few. So if you haven't seen Black Widow yet, either stop listening or just fast forward ahead to the end. But bye, can, everybody. Yeah, bye, bye those of you. Uh, but, okay, those of you that are remained. I feel like it was... like it After so much cosmic stuff, which, by the way, I love. You know, give me Infinity War, give me Guardians, give me all that cosmic stuff. It was fun to have like a spy thriller again, a la Winter Soldier. Oh, it'd be great if it was that good. Sure. Well, no, I mean, it's not as good as Winter Soldier, obviously. But I thought the new character, like I really liked the family. I think that the sister, and I'm hoping she's going to become the new Black Widow. Oh, she obviously is. Yeah, I I think she was absolutely wonderful. I think she stole the whole movie. Um, I'll watch Florence Pugh in anything. Yeah, uh, you know, we finally know where Natasha got that vest from, which was really bugging me in Infinity War. Yeah, me too. She showed up, and I'm like, well, where'd she get that vest? I need to know. Uh, But, you know, I I think it's exciting to see where this is going to go. We know where the new Black Widow is going to pop up next, and I'm very excited for that. This just, I mean, I thought they were going to use Vormir and Endgame as kind of like a framing device. Like, no. I yeah, I thought it was going to open on Vormir with her falling off the thing and it was going to be told in like a flashback. No way. And or or like her in like the orange room, like where Thanos was after the snap, like kind of like, you know, experiencing it all one more time. I mean, otherwise, why not just make this movie in 2014? But I don't think they had the idea to make it then. I think their slate was so heavy. Well, that was because what was Ike Perlmutter? Was that the guy's name? Was it the guy yeah. the the guy that was running Marvel that was like a real yep. cheapskate? The one that said that uh, female-led movies would never sell? Right. And then Wonder Woman made all that money, and then they were like, oh, I guess we shouldn't listen to this guy anymore, and then Disney fired him. Pretty much. Is he still in charge of Marvel Comics, or is Feige just running everything now? I don't think Feige has much to do with Marvel Comics, per se. But Ike is not there anymore, right? I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, sounds, he seems like a real peach. Um but yeah, I uh I I just I liked it. It was just good to have Marvel back in the movies. Well, I think that's also what part of it is. I mean, I will say that, you know, we all just really wanted to go to the movies and see something or watch Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. So I mean that probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah, I agree. Because this I agree. is a mid level Marvel movie at absolute best. I agree. I, I will say it was better than Captain Marvel. Oh, I don't really like it. Like, I don't re- dislike Captain I don't, Marvel. I don't think I don't hate Captain Marvel like some people do. I think it's like very like eh, it was a, it was there. It was a thing. It was fun. I'm okay. right. Like, but this I would go as far as to say, no, that was good. Like, I'm not going to say it's great, but it's, I definitely would put it above Captain Marvel, above Iron Man 3. 
Right. Above Iron Man 2. Yep. Above... Uh, Dark World. I don't know. I like Dark World. I don't hate Dark World either. It's the last movie I got to see. Yeah. Like, there are there are things in Dark World that I would, like, like I would take Darcy out of the movie completely. Right. By the way, and I was bringing this up to a friend the other day, Darcy is, like, like Marvel took a character that I hated and turned it into a character that I loved through WandaVision. Huh. I didn't hate her in Thor, though. I ha- I didn't hate her in Thor. I hated her in the Dark World. Yeah, Dark World, she's a little annoying. She's, like, shoehorned in, and she's making all the same jokes she made in the first movie again, and I hate that. Right. Like, like when, like, Deadpool, like, in Deadpool 2, like, when they bring the cab driver back, I'm just like, oh, I didn't need you back. You know? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like, I don't like when sequels bring in funny characters from the first one, but give them nothing new to say. I get that. So, but then they brought her in. So they brought her in WandaVision. I'm like, oh, God, here she is again to ruin everything. And then she was delightful. And I thought she was great. I mean, look, Kat Dennings is like already not high on my list because uh, I find Two Broke Girls to be perhaps the worst show ever made. I don't hate that show at all. Oh, that is that show is like the quintessential bad show. Hmm. It is just it leans so heavily on that laugh track and it is just not funny. Just not. You've funny. told me this in the past, but I, I don't dislike that show. I think it's oh, I think it's garbage. <clears throat> but yeah, all about this Marvel movie, all about, you know, the return of the MCU. Very happy that it was back. Got to see it at Disney Springs, which was really fun. They 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 rolled the red carpet out and you know, they had their they had their typical like Disney Springs premiere stuff out there. Did you get your Black Widow comic book when you went to go see it? No. There was a comic. I believe it was for IMAX only. Oh, okay. But this AMC has a Dolby theater. They don't have an IMAX theater. I did Dolby also, which is why when we asked them for the comic, they were like, no, that's for IMAX only. And I'm like, isn't Dolby like your top ticket? I assumed I would get one. The guy was like, yeah, here you go. So he gave me one. <laughs> you you logiced him. Yeah, but the, the Disney Springs one doesn't have an IMAX theater. It only has a Dolby theater. Oh, well, yeah, then they probably didn't even have it. What's the difference between Dolby and IMAX? I, I think branding. Well, that's silly. Now I'm all upset that I didn't get this uh, this comic book, but whatever. Uh, are you excited for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? Very much. I am so excited. Like, I just, you know, you know me with, like, taking martial arts and stuff like that. Plus, I've really gotten into Kim's Convenience, which is the show that that guy is, is from. Right, yep. And I think that show is absolutely hysterical. So I'm very excited to see it. I'm excited to see Abomination. Now, clearly, we're building toward... Dark Avengers and Young Avengers in this current MCU timeline, right? Yeah, I would think so. I like how Valentina is kind of like gathering the Dark Avengers in like the same way Nick Fury went to get the regular Avengers. I don't know if it's really you think it's gonna be Dark Avengers and not Thunderbolts? I think Dark Event I think it's going to in essence be the Thunderbolts, but I think they're gonna call it Dark Avengers because that is more marketable than Thunderbolts. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, I think it's going to be Ross's team, but I think that... Because when I saw Ross pop up in this one, I'm like, okay, they're definitely going the Thunderbolts route. But Even the Kane and everything. But you think about Dark Avengers from the comics, and I mean, they're bad guys. Yes, yes. That wasn't like, oh, they're bad guys doing good. Like, no, no, they're bad guys doing bad. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I think they're going to... I think you might get like a dark avengers versus the avengers thing 
that'd be cool. So who do you who do you put on that Dark Avengers team? Because for so for me, it's do, now. Do you do you think the new Black Widow or White Widow or whatever she's going to be is going to be a Dark Avenger, or do you think she's going to just be an Avenger? I think ultimately she'll be an Avenger, but you think being so they have to fill slots on this kind of yeah. you know Bizarro style team, she would have to be on it. So I think you have her. I think you have Abomination. No. You don't think they're bring they're bringing Abomination back in Shang Chi and She Hulk. You don't think they're gonna bring him in for Dark Avengers? You don't think they're going Red Hulk? No, I don't. Oh, I totally do. Mm, maybe, but then like, if you have Red Hulk and he's not gonna fight Green Hulk and he's just like, what's the point? Well, how do you know he's not gonna fight Green Hulk? They kind of closed the door on Hulk. Yeah, but you don't know that. Mm. And he's a CGI character. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, okay, so maybe Red Hulk or Abomination. Who else do you put on? I mean, obviously, U.S. agent. What do you do for a dark Iron Man? Do you do, like, Iron Patriot? Do you do Justin Hammer? Hell no. That's Everyone's saying Justin Hammer, but I'm like, Justin Hammer wasn't smart. Right, he's also, like, a little guy. Yeah, yeah and the whole like, point... He's going to be in the suit? Yeah, like, the whole point of Justin Hammer was that, like, he... Like, none of his stuff worked. But, you know, he did put the War Machine suit together, so I don't know, maybe. Right. But, like, what other villains are alive, like, currently? Oh, uh, what, what, what if it's like, and leading the team, that freckle-faced girl from Solo and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Well, she's dead. Yeah, hopefully. But I mean, I I could see more, maybe Mordo. Um, I mean, why not? See, I mean, if you were doing Thunderbolts, though, you would be using um, Zemo, and everyone loves Zemo. Oh yes, oh yes, Zemo definitely. Definitely on the team, Zemo. Uh, but now, see, for, see, so for me, like, this is so much better than Suicide Squad because you're taking villains that have already been established and had their own movies and putting them in this movie instead of just creating all these villains. Like, it's John Cena as the Peacemaker. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm excited for King Shark because he's a shark. By the way. Yeah, that looks cool. By the way, it's Shark Week. I was just watching the Crocodile Hunter's son, Robert Irwin, be strikingly similar to his father while looking at sharks. Because, like, he doesn't really know about sharks, so he's, like, learning about them in this. And, oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, and so, but, like, he's taking advice from, like, this guy that has, like, one arm and one leg. And I'm like, what's the advice? Do the exact opposite of what I did? I mean, like, also, he he's getting in the water with sharks which right away i'm like deeply uncomfortable because you know of me course. you know you know how i feel about these things but you know it, it's shark week so i have to learn if there was an owl week i'd watch it too so all right anything else you want to talk about this week no that's it i think we're all good so uh that's gonna do it for tuning in the mouse this week folks thank you so much for joining us and we will see you guys next week with another all new episode well, actually i'm gonna be on vacation next week uh in sunny saint augustine so i'm gonna put together kind of a special episode because we will not be having time to film so there will be some content for you guys next week i'm not 100 percent sure what it's gonna be yet uh but rest assured there'll be something all right there'll be something we'll, we'll have something for you um <clears throat> Okay, so uh, if you love our buddy Peter Mandel, check him out at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip to Disney Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, Universal Orlando, or any Universal property, 
Dave Weikert of Magical Travel has got you covered and will plan your trip for you at no additional cost to you. And if you want to rent a crib or stroller on a Walt Disney World vacation, check out our friends over at Kingdom Strollers. You can find them at kingdomstrollers.com to rent the crib or stroller of your dreams. And for me, folks, check out my books. The Ross and Annie series uh, is up on Amazon.com. You can get the first uh, three books on audiobook as well as Kindle and paperback. And we are currently in production of the final book, uh, which there's, so there are four books in the series. One of them is a novella. So there's technically book one, two, three, and the book like one and a half. So book three is the one that's currently in production. I just got the first proofs of it. It sounds amazing, and I'm very, very excited. My narrator does a wonderful job. I hope you guys will like it. Also, uh, the Morty Monster YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Morty Monster. Morty Monster and friends on uh, Instagram and facebook.com slash Morty Monster. Also, Morty Monster and friends on TikTok. Thank you guys so much for joining us this and every week. Pete, any closing words? Let's do it again next week-ish. Next week-ish. Yeah, folks, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.